Bueller, Bueller. That's what it often sounds like when I ask potential design clients what their home project budgets are. And to be honest, I'm not surprised. Many times my clients don't know how much things cost, and you might not either. But knowing your budget for your design project or home remodel is so important. And without one, you could be setting yourself up for unwanted problems and headaches. So let's dive in today to talk about the all-important B word in design, budgets. Welcome to Home and Nestorations, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, interior designer and best of house winner, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create a home you'll love. Whether you're a homeowner, a design enthusiast, or a budding interior designer, you're in the right place for all things home and design. Thanks for listening. All right, and welcome to today's design conversation, which is all about budgets. Now, I get that it's not the most exciting topic to talk about, but it's an important conversation that we need to have. Now, before I work with a new client and go into their home for a design consultation, I send them a design questionnaire to complete before we meet. In it, I ask lots of questions. Some of them are questions like, what areas do you want to work on in your home? What are your color preferences? And what feeling or mood do you want to evoke in the space? These questions, they help me prepare and give me a better feel for my client's goals for their project. But there is one question that I ask on my consultation form that is left blank about 90% of the time, or not sure is the written response. Do you have a guess what that question could be? That question is, what's your budget for the project? And right there, you can cue the sound of crickets. Silence. The truth is, we often have no idea what our budget is, because we don't know how much things cost. And if that's you, that's okay. Or another reason it's left blank is you might be worried thinking that if you share your budget, your big number, with your designer or contractor, that they are going to spend it all when you really want to come under budget. Well, since I'm here to help you create a home you'll love, let's go figure out your design budget together. So first, why is having a budget so important? Well, the truth is your budget dictates your entire design and tells us what we can and can't do for your project. Budgets act as our guides. The design shows on TV look make it look so easy and amazing and affordable, but what you often don't see are some of the costs associated for each room. When I'm watching those shows, I usually see the cost of materials listed, but I don't see so much about the labor costs of all the contractors doing the work. And paying for someone else to do the labor 
is a big part of the cost. If I know your budget as a designer, we can figure out what you can realistically get for your money. And without having a set budget, the cost can creep up and totally go rogue on you. Sometimes as we are working on a project or I'm working on a design project with my clients, I'll come up with some great ideas and they might modify their budget based on the ideas because I've presented something they didn't even think about in the first place. Or uh, we might end up tweaking the budget and taking something out of one space in order to get that extra special feature that could be a little more expensive. Depending on the size of your budget, sometimes things need to actually happen in phases. Or I can try to find reasonable substitutes so that you can get everything you want in your project. If you know your budget, you can look for the perfect pieces for your home that are within your budget. And if I'm working with you and I know your budget, I'll look for the perfect pieces for you that are within your budget. I have countless trade resources to suit all different price ranges. But truthfully, some of the higher end companies, their products cost more due to having better materials, better construction, and frankly, better styles. So without knowing your budget, I may find something that you absolutely love that's out of your price range. And that's just going to leave you disappointed. And once you've seen the higher priced items, it might be hard to unsee those when comparing it to other less expensive options. And then what often happens is you continue looking for something that's less expensive and you just can't find it because all you can do is compare it to that more expensive, really great item. And it just ends up adding delays and frustrations that you don't need. So it's so important to get really honed in on your budget and be realistic about it. I've even had clients in the past say, oh, I don't have a budget. I'm good getting an expensive rug. Well, the word expensive is really relative. So we don't want to use that because I have seen rugs that are 50 to 100,000. And you might be thinking an expensive rug is one to two or six to 10. So we really do want to get some of those more detailed numbers in so that we're all on the same page. Ultimately, designers like myself want to deliver and make our clients happy. So having a talk about budget expectations up front really goes a long way and is definitely a conversation that you want to have. Well, now that we've talked about why your budget's so important, let's talk about how to actually figure out your design budget. So we know that knowing our budget's important, but the big question is, how do you do it? Luckily, there are actually a few simple steps to figure out your budget, and you don't need more than a pad of paper to do it. So let's break it down into five easy steps. Step number one, get out a pad of paper or open up a Google Doc. And step two, I want you to write down everything you need for the room you're working on in list form. Go from top to bottom. So for example, if you're updating your living or family room, you might list things like a sofa or sectional, 
an ottoman, accent chairs, media cabinet, end tables, rugs, chandelier, lamps, accessories, art. List every single thing you need. Next, number three, next to each item that you listed, I want you to write down how much you're realistically willing to spend on each item within reason. So if you have a lamp written down on your list and you'll likely need more than one because you do want adequate lighting in your room, I want you to ask yourself how much you're willing to spend on that lamp. Is it $50? Is it $200? Is it $400? I want you to write that number down and do that for every item on your list. And if you need to buy multiples of an item, so for me, if I use my living room as an example, I have two sofas. So I would have sofa number one listed, sofa number two listed. I have three lamps in my living room. So I would have lamp number one, lamp number two, lamp number three. And once you've listed everything down, we're at step number four. You're going to add up every number that you wrote down next to your items. And step number five, you're going to circle that bottom number, and that is the total of everything you added up. That's your ballpark budget. Now, that final number is just an estimate, but it gives you an important starting point for your project. You might think, great, this number is lower than I expected. Or you might think this number was actually higher than I expected and you might need to reevaluate how much you're willing to spend for an item. You can tweak those numbers, of course, and nothing is set in stone. But having a number going in is really important. Now, you may need to do a little bit of research here that the lamps you buy at Home Goods or Walmart are way different than the lamps you might get at Restoration Hardware, Pottery Barn, or Designer Boutiques near you. So you're just going to go and take a look at those numbers and see what works best with you. You might find that some of the numbers you wrote down aren't realistic for your taste. It's that whole lifestyles of the rich and famous, the champagne taste on a beer budget. If you're only willing to spend $20 on a lamp, you can't expect a nice, large-scaled, well-made lamp with a beautiful lampshade. It is likely not going to happen unless you're scouring the internet and Facebook marketplace trying to score a deal. It just might not happen. Now, depending on the scope of your project, you may have different needs for other items like carpet, moldings, window treatments, paint, and you'll have to list and factor those into your budget as well. You also might need to gather additional estimates from contractors if you're hiring people to do any work, and that will help you determine your final budget. And if that's the case, give yourself some time to do that as well. I like to put my materials budget on one page and my labor and contractors budget on the other. So you might have to put in a few phone calls 
with different contractors. Ask friends how much they spent if they hired somebody. And shop around online or in stores to get some accurate information. One thing I do want to caution you with is good, fast, and cheap don't work together. You can get two out of the three, but you can't get all three at the same time. It is, I always like to think that good, fast, and cheap is the mythical unicorn of design. You might get something that's cheap and inexpensive in your budget, but the quality might not be as great and it might take forever to get it. And that is something else to consider as you're designing your room. I just wanted to bring this up as well, is sometimes you might have to wait a while because after the pandemic, the lead times for items have been a little longer than I've expected. Things are improving slightly, but there still are some big delays. So if you're trying to get your room done by Thanksgiving or the holidays, you might need to tweak what your budget is in order to get something that's in stock and available today. One thing to also consider is that depending on your budget, you might need to do your project in phases. You might have a lot of amazing, exciting ideas, but those costs are adding up. So you could just as easily do your project in phases. Yes, it makes it last longer, but that's the price you pay to get all those things you want on your on your dream design checklist. Or if you're handy, you might decide to tackle some parts of your project on your own. My husband Brad and I are really handy and we've done so many projects on our own homes that have saved us thousands of dollars. We've done our own tile work, our own moldings. We created a wood focal wall in our foyer for $100 that would have likely cost close to $1,000 if we hired somebody. I paint all my own rooms, and you can get a can of paint for $50. But it does take time. And depending on your priorities, if you are a busy family like us, you might not always have time. Right now, we find that we're in more of a hiring phase because our weekends are getting filled up with soccer tournaments and soccer games and all other events that we just aren't having as much time to do some of the projects. So that's something for you to decide is how much time you really have and how long you want to stretch out your project. All right, now let's recap what we talked about today. Some final thoughts here is that budget talk isn't necessarily the most fun or exciting thing to talk about, but it's one of the most important talks you need to have when it comes to your home project so that your design can turn out like the ones you're pinning and drooling over on Instagram. I do have a blog post I wrote about this where I do talk about the formula to figure out your design project, and I can link to that in the show notes. All right. In today's episode, it's a short one, but an important one. We talked about the importance of having a design budget and sharing that with your contractors and designers. I promise you, we want to come in under budget. Even though often budgets, I like to give a 10% cushion just to go over a little bit in case of unforeseen issues, 
We always try to come under budget because we know that makes our clients happy. In this episode, I also talked about the simple way to calculate your design budget, and I did have that linked in the show notes from a blog post that I've written earlier. And we also talked about doing your project in phases so that you can stretch and budget for your project. All right, that wraps up this quick but important episode. And as always, the show notes are where you'll find links to anything mentioned in this episode and any photos of things I might have talked about. And what to do next? Hit subscribe and share this. And because it helps reach more people like you who want to design homes that you love. All right. As always, thanks for listening and keep listening to Home and Nestorations for more design conversations to help you create a home you'll love. 